Hello everyone out there. This is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is, If you are in your 40s, 50s, 60s, or even 70s, and you have money in your retirement account, this is a question you should be asking yourself. Is what I'm doing in my retirement account, account going to allow me to retire when the time comes? In other words, is your retirement portfolio, number one, growing, and number two, producing enough cash flow that you can pay yourself uh, enough every month and not run out before you pass away? Hmm. Ask yourself that question. Now, when you were in your 20s and 30s, it was absolutely okay to invest in stocks and mutual funds, but not when you're in your 50s, 60s, or even 70s. Too risky in my opinion, way too risky. You need something you can touch, feel, and control. Don't you agree? I want you to see that there's a whole other universe out there besides stocks and mutual funds, and it's called commercial real estate investing where you don't have to be okay with three to four to five percent returns on investment, where you can get 10 to 20 to 30 percent ROI returns, or even a hundred percent return on investment if done well, and if you can wait long enough, right? Those are out there. We have a student, her name is Kathy, and she has a substantial amount of money in a retirement account, but she has a problem. The problem is that number one is not growing and number two, she feels uncomfortable taking money out to spend on her bills because she doesn't believe that's going to last her her entire life. And remember, this she has a substantial amount. That was her problem. She came to us and hired us as her mentors and here's what we're, we're having her do. All right, so we're, we had her take out only 15%, one five, 15% of her retirement account and we're going to have her we had her invest in commercial real estate. Now, when we did this, I wanted to show her the benefits of commercial real estate and how it contrasts with what she was doing with stocks and mutual funds. Here's what she's getting now. She's getting cash flow. And the cash flow that she can actually spend comfortably and continually and confidently, right, for many years because there's growth and there's growth in the value of her property. Okay, we'll call her property her, her retirement account, right? So there's growth in value where she's not going to lose principal and she's not going to run out of money. Got it? Next is her commercial real estate purchase is going to be safe. Safe compared to what, right? Safe compared to stocks and mutual funds. To me, safe means predictability. And in commercial real estate, because we've been doing it for so long, we have predictability. So when the economy changes, when interest rates rise, when something happens, we know what to do because we've been in this business for so long. So to us, it's predictable. We do nothing else other than real estate. Next is, it's tax friendly. So Kathy, at the end of the year, uh, or every month, she's gonna put money in her pocket that she can actually spend on bills. And at the end of the year, that money that she received should not be uh, taxable. There should be no income tax to pay if done well because of all the write-offs she has and because of all the legal tax loopholes that she has as a commercial real estate investor. Now, 
Here's one last thing I left out on purpose. I'm going to save the best for last. Here's what Kathy has that stocks and mutual funds don't give you. Kathy will have, it's a keyword, Kathy will have control of her property. You don't have control over your stocks and mutual funds. Kathy has control of the property where no bad news from the media, no political environment, no corporate corruption can take away her value or her cash flow. Before I jump into Kathy's commercial deal, I want to share with you or reiterate to you what I call the five pillars of maximizing your retirement investment. Number one is you need control. Okay, that's number one. Okay, control. Number two is cash flow. Number three is growth and value. Number four is safety. And number five is being tax friendly. In order to maximize your retirement investments, you need these five things, right? Particularly, you need to be in control of the cash flow. In commercial real estate, we can increase our rents, reduce our expenses, and produce more cash flow on the spot. Can you do that with, uh, with a stock and mutual fund? Probably not. Number two, growth and value. Did you know that in commercial real estate, as the net operating income goes up, so does the property value, right? So we can force the property value upward. We can force equity upward in a commercial property, uh, so much so that we can, we can refinance that increased equity and pull out our down payment, do a cash out refinance, put it in our, in our pocket tax-free and keep the property, right? Cash flowing property. Can you do that in the stock and mutual fund? No. So uh, if you have control over your investment, you can do that, okay? Uh, next, you need to control uh, or you have control over the safety of the property. And what I meant by safety a few minutes ago was predictability. If something were to happen, we can do this. If this happens, we can, we can do this. Uh, with commercial real estate, you have control over when things happen. So I call it predictability. You also have control over the management in uh, commercial real estate. You can fire and hire any management you like. If you have a stock and mutual fund, you can't do that. It's up to the shareholders. Okay, You can't do that. So if the management is bad on your stock or mutual fund, you can't fire them. But with commercial real estate, a good manager, a bad manager, it's, uh, it, it's up to you who you hire. All right, and next is being tax-friendly, right? Did you know that with a commercial real estate, let's say you have an 11-unit uh, apartment building, we call that a commercial property, and it has 11 refrigerators or 11 uh, air conditioners or 11 sets of new carpet, did you know that you can, you can do what we call cost segregation? You can rapidly uh, or accelerate the depreciation of all those items. You can, you, over five years, you can write up all the refrigerators, all the air conditioners, all the carpets, all the other fixtures, and, and we call that hidden cash flow in your pocket during tax time at the end of the year. Uh, that is not possible with the stock and mutual fund, but that powerful strategy called segregation, some people call it chattel depreciation. That exists when you control uh, your real estate. Okay, so those are the five pillars of maximizing your retirement investments. Let's jump into Kathy's property.
All right, here we are. Here is Kathy's deal. I'm going to do three things. I'm going to go over her deal. I'm going to show you that uh, her deal meets and exceeds the five pillars of maximizing your retirement investments. And then I will give you next steps. All right, so let's get started. All right, here's a little bit about her deal. 16-unit apartment building, purchase price $640,000. She's buying it in an 8% cap rate area. For those of you that want to make the best decisions and be an expert in your area, wherever you buy, you need to know what the cap rate, the market cap rate is in your area, okay? And uh, she's putting down 25% of 640, which is $160,000, all right? Uh, her rents are under market, meaning that we can raise the rents. Uh, the property is in average condition. It needs some work. Uh, and she used an agent, a commercial real estate agent, to find this deal. The last part is, uh, can you find a deal like this? Of course you can. Now, it took Kathy going through probably 40 deals to find this one. All right, She created a great relationship with the agent, but it took her going through 40 deals with this to find uh, this one. So don't think you're going to just get off this video and go on to a website and find a deal like this. It takes time and focused effort to find a deal like this. But this is, this is from an agent, so it's out there. All right, so this next part here, I have her deal numbers. These are her today numbers, okay? These are, this is actual numbers from today, and these are numbers that we're shooting for to meet in about two years. And I know two years is a long time, but I'll show you that it's really, really worth it to reach these numbers, okay? And then the last part here, I have the five pillars. Uh, let's go over her today numbers. I'll call these the actual numbers. Here's her income per year. Her rental income per year is $90,000. And uh, uh, so she's not going to be 100% full for the full 12 months. So I'm going to subtract from here a 5% vacancy factor of $4,500. That gives me a, an effective gross income of $85,400. I just subtracted these two numbers. All right. So I'm left with $85,500. I'm going to subtract her operating expenses of $32,142. That includes uh, taxes, insurance, property management, repairs, uh, supplies, all that stuff, okay? And then it's going to leave me with an NOI of 53358 okay? Income minus expenses equals NOI, very key number. And then from there, I'm going to subtract her mortgage amount. This is her annual mortgage, okay? So it's her monthly mortgage times 12, 30912 That's based upon her putting down 25%. 5% interest rate, 30-year amortization. Okay, do the math yourself. And then NOI minus the mortgage equals the cash flow. So she's cash flowing $22,446 or $1870 per month. She ends up with a 16% cash and cash return and an 8.3% cap rate. Now this 8.3 is slightly above the market cap rate, which means she's slightly overpaying for the property. And in this day and age, that, you know, it, it is, it's okay, especially in this case, because I'll show you in a second, uh, well, I'll show with you in a couple minutes why it's absolutely okay, all right, to overpay slightly in this situation. So on this side, I have her projected numbers, all right? So in two years, we plan on raising her rents $125 per unit over two years. We're going to, as the tenants move out, we're going to go in, we're going to spend about $3,000 per unit, and we're going to fix it up a little, and we're going to raise the rent uh, $125 more. That's going to give us uh, a new income 
Over the next two years, $114,000 per year. I'm going to take out my 5% vacancy. My uh, What's left over is $108,300. Same expenses. I'm going to subtract the expenses from my income. Gives me a new NOI of $76,158. You can see there's an increase of about $23,000. That's key. That is key because, as you know, I sound like a broken record. As the NOI goes up, so does the property value. Very key here and one of the reasons why we slightly overpaid. You'll see. All right. So the NOI minus the mortgage, same mortgage, right, gives us a new cash flow of $45,246. So can you see over two years, we raised the rents $125 over, six unit, over 16 units, and it doubled our cash flow. So do you see the importance of buying more units? Okay, all right. And uh, so that's a uh, monthly cash flow of $3,770 per month, 32% cash on cash, and the cap rate comes down to 11.8%. Got it? All right. Uh, so next I want to share with you, uh, does this property meet and exceed the five pillars of maximizing your retirement investments? Yes, it does. Let me show you. The, the first pillar is control. Does Kathy have control over this property? She sure does. She, she bought it herself. No one forced her to do it. She hired the management. She's overlooking the numbers. She can, she can say, do this, do that. She has full control over this asset. All right? You can't say that with your stocks and mutual funds, but here with commercial property, you can. All right? uh, the second pillar is cash flow. Yes, she's walking in with cash flow, and then two years later, she doubles her cash flow. All right. Can you do that with your stocks and mutual funds? Guess what? This is going to go up even more. And guess what? This is consistent. All right? And uh, every year she's going to make this until she raises the rents. Can you say the same with your stocks and mutual funds? All right? uh, next is growth in value. Okay. So uh, in a stock and mutual fund, uh, uh, in her stocks and mutual funds, she came to us because she was not experiencing growth and uh, value in her uh, portfolio account. It was actually going down. So we had her buy this property to show her that it can grow, right? Now watch how this grows. If you take your, your, uh, your, your future NOI and you divide it by your market cap rate area, that's going to give you your new property value, okay? That's a well-known equation. So let me grab my calculator here. So 76000 158, I'm going to divide that by an 8%, okay, divide by 8%, that gives me a number of $951,975, that is her new property value, okay, 951, let me write this down, 951,975. Okay, so that is her new property value. She bought it for $640, but through the process of increasing the rents, maintaining the expenses, and boosting up the NOI, we increased the property value from $640 to $950. You see that? So, yes, we, we, we grew that in value. What can she do here? One thing she can do that you can't do in a stock emission fund is she can do a cash-out refi here. She can actually go back to the bank, show, her, show the bank her new numbers, pull out her original down payment, and keep the cash flow in property. Can you do that with stocks and mutual funds? You can. All right, number four, safety, predictability, and management. 
Let me just say this, Kathy hired the best management in the area. She has full control of hiring them and firing them and overseeing them. And as a company, we show our students how to manage the management, which is very, very, very important. All right. Lastly, is it tax friendly? Yes, it is. Right. To me, something that's tax friendly simply means that at the end of the year, there's no income taxes to be paid. Right. That's the goal. Right. So with with the legal uh, legal uh, tax loopholes and all the write offs we get, uh, so she's making twenty two thousand dollars. But guess what? You know, out of this $30,000 a year in mortgage she's paying, $20,000 of that is interest she can write off. There's also probably $10,000 of depreciation she can write off too. So do the math. 20 plus, plus 10 is $30,000. Uh, she can write that off against the $22,000. So she's paying no taxes, right? No taxes on this first year. She may pay a little here as she increases the income, but so what? She can write off nearly all of this within, within two years by writing off everything else. Got it? All right. So the five pillars, uh, maximizing your retirement savings, check, 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 check. All right. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, the next thing I want to do is share with you next steps. All right. So here's the first next step. The next step is ask yourself the question, uh, is, is my retirement portfolio performing in such a way that I can pull out money and still have the value in the retirement account grow, right? If you can't, then you need, to, you need to go to the next step, which is I want you to get educated, right? You get educated. Your investment advisor, you know, where you have that money, your money, and that uh, retirement account company, yeah, they're educated in how, how, what they do, but I need you to get educated because uh, no one cares about your money more than you do. They really don't, okay? It's a fact. Uh, the next step is to make a decision, right? Next step is to make a decision on what you want to do. So do you want to put your investments in the hand of someone else or do you want to take control of it yourself? Control, that's a key number. And the last step is we're here to uh, help and serve and listen. So if you want to just give us a call, we'll be glad to talk to you about what you have going on retirement-wise and maybe we can not take over your retirement portfolio, but help you, uh, you know, add something to it. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. I hope you enjoyed how to maximize your retirement savings or retirement investments. Uh, I'm Peter Harris, and uh, please go onto our website, commercialpropertyadvisors.com. Thank you very much.